Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Run and Guy podcast. I'm your host, Aston Duncan. Today I'm just going to be covering the Australian Championship races that were held over the weekend. We had a trifecta there with the Australian Road Running Championships down there in Adelaide, over the city to Bay, uh, 12k course, and the Australian Running Championships up there, sorry, the Australian Mountain Running Championships up there in Brisbane, and the Australian Marathon Championships um, in Sydney. So I'll also be talking about my lead-in to that event, uh, the races I was doing, and basically my 12-week training block. Um, so I'll just be running through that. And uh, so let's start with the Australian uh, Marathon um, held up there. Um, it's basically the legacy of the Sydney Sydney Olympic Marathon. Uh, it's been managed up there by uh, old Lardo, Wayne Larden, and the Pont3 uh, crew, um, owned by Athletics Australia, being Australian Marathon Championships. Um, it's a great race, obviously fantastic for tourism. It's uh, broadcast live on Channel 10 and uh, into, I think it was like 450 million homes worldwide just due to going through Asia and China and Europe. So uh, great tourism um, for Sydney and then, and for the sport of, of running. Um, Lado was quite a good runner in his day, actually. He ran um, sub-29 for, for 10K and um, he posted a 216 marathon, so he was, he was quite handy. Um, I used to uh, train with him on a Tuesday night down at Narravine Fitness Centre there when he was in his heyday running pretty good in, uh, in the mid-90s when he was representing Australia at the World Cross Country Championships. Uh, he, he won a national cross-country title and, uh, and lots of uh, fun runs. Uh, he was quite a handy little runner. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a great event. Um, I, I'm privileged and fortunate enough to represent the ACT, um, so I head up there and... Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's privileges with that. And one main one being that... Uh, that uh, I enjoy is, uh, is the drinks table, so you're able to make up your own little solution there and, and pick up the drinks, and also uh, starting up the front of the race and uh, being shoulder with uh, with the top uh, Kenyan runners in the world uh, is always a big thrill. So yeah, I, I really enjoy that and um, look forward to going up every year. So I'll just start by by my journey, and I had a 12 week window. Um, I wanted to do uh, a fast 5k. I wanted to, I basically wanted to do four races, and, and I wanted to hit four PBs. So that was the 5k park run, uh, the city surf, um, half marathon, and uh, and the marathon. So, um, so yeah, I was uh, pretty pretty keen to uh, to put together some good solid training. I need to uh, increase my volume. Um, I'd sort of done a few sub three hour marathons, but um, just only averaging 60, 70k a week. So I know. Well, I sort of knew if I wanted to uh, get down to the time um, that I thought I was able to run, I had to increase my volume. So to do that, I just started running every day. So I used to have a day off now and then. Um, but I thought I'd just commit to running every day and see how the body absorbs the training and, and how it all feels. And, uh, yeah, it was fine. I didn't feel any more tired, any more fatigued. I wasn't hitting huge kilometres. I was, uh, you know, minimum 100Ks is what I was trying, trying to hit. Um, so I wasn't running double days or anything like that. So um, no, I went quite well. So... So I started off with with, with a parkrun effort and um, ended up running 16:34 there. So I was very happy with that performance. Um, it was quite a lot, a lot faster than what I'd, I'd run previously. So signs signs were good. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, up there for the city to surf, um, I ran 50:12 last year. So um, obviously the next the next obvious step is to go sub 50. So I had some times looking back at last year where I was at the um, that little timing pad that you run over at Rose Bay before the start of Heartbreak Hill. So I had that uh, number in my head, and also um, what I did for that next K split up the Heartbreak Hill and and the 10K split. So, so it gave me an idea some some numbers of what I was doing to to see if I was on track to go in the 50-12. I, I know I was running 
running a lot better and seemed to be covering the ground a lot, a lot smoother than I was last year. So, so I was pretty confident I was going to run quicker. It was just a matter of um, of, of how quick I could go. But so, so sub 50 was the goal, and uh, so I went through that first timing pad at, at Rose Bay. There, I think it's about 6k. Um, pretty close to that. And I was, had 40 seconds up there, so that was good. I didn't feel I pressed or, or pushed. To, uh, to run any quicker the perception of effort of last year felt felt the same so i was quite happy about that i felt a little bit more uncomfortable on heartbreak hill this year last year i felt a little bit stronger i just come off um uh, 63 ultra in the in the hills as well so i probably was carrying over a little bit of strength from that um but uh, yeah perception of effort felt harder and felt like i was actually running slower so i was i was happy and, and and probably more surprised to actually see that i actually ran that ran that uh that, that split up the hill four seconds quicker so that was good and uh yeah went through the 10k um marker uh in the high 35 so i knew i was traveling well it's just a matter of holding on over those uh roller coasters um probably the, the the bit i need to work on um for next year um i sort of struggled to be holding with with the uh with the people i was running with through that section um start to be hurt a bit and as most of you guys know the course the last 2k's is is downhill um generally can only run so fast down a hill so you know they're always fast fast splits down through there um, but I don't think I had as much to gain there as what I did between that 8 and uh, 11k section So it's something I need to work on next year to run faster. So I ended up clocking 49.10 So I was very happy with that uh, well under the 50 that I, I was trying to do so so very good and, and signs that everything was was going well and on track for for the Sydney Marathon September 15 so uh so back into back into the training i didn't want to let my volume drop um leading into these races as far as um tapering and, and recovering so i wanted to still maintain that minimum 100 so so i just got back into training and uh focused on doing some some more threshold and interval work for for the half marathon coming up um i had an idea what i wanted to run uh, i just really which was sub 78 i thought that would be a good effort 345 average so so that was the plan. I, I went up there to, you know, sit on 345s and hopefully it felt okay. Then maybe try to come home a bit quicker. Um, and uh, yeah, the gun went off, and um, you know, I felt comfortable. Um, and I felt, felt I was running. Um, as perception was, I felt I was running around the 345 pace, and I felt I was running half marathon pace. Looked down, and I was sitting on 330s. So, um, but rather put the brakes on. I just uh, kept assessing, kept asking myself, you know, is, is this half marathon pace? Is this something that I feel I can I can hold for for the distance? And uh, the answer just kept coming back, yes. So, so I just kept running, you know, keeping smooth, keeping relaxed, and uh, felt really, really good that day. Felt really strong, and uh, ended up holding on to that that 3:30 average. I ended up, I think it was averaging 3:32. So I came home with a 1:14:31, uh, 16 spot overall. So I was really happy with that. Uh, Mainly due to the fact that I didn't really fade a lot um, much during during the race. Um, obviously, it gets a little bit uh, tough towards the end there, but you know you're getting very close, so you just keep hanging on. But uh, I was able to just sort of pick my way through through little groups up the road and uh, and sit with them, and then think you know I think I could possibly run a little bit quicker than this group that I'm with, and then just sort of you know pick someone else out down the road and go after them. So you know it's very rare that it happens. Uh, you sort of dream of those days lying back in bed at night staring at the ceiling thinking you know you just want one of those days where you just feel really controlled and be um you know be aggressive and be able to attack the race and uh, it was one of those days I had. So again things were going really really well. Um starting to get a little bit nervous and maybe I'd um, left my best performances in these uh, three shorter races leading to the marathon but I just kept doing what I've been doing and uh and uh, yeah, just maintained the focus, and then got back into uh, into the marathon training. Um, there's only one real session I needed to do or wanted to do that I thought that was important leading the marathon. That was 15k at uh, at marathon pace. So 
Uh, all the indications were that I could I could run um, at least a, a low 240 for, for the marathon off that half marathon time. Um, so so I was planning on running a 350 average to give me a um, a mid 241, I believe it was. Um, so yeah, I ran that 15k tempo at uh, at 350. Um, obviously, you're not tapered, you're not fresh, so it feels a little bit tougher. So you just got to remind yourself that. Um, well, I guess I just had to had to um, sort of have a think about is this something that I think I could hold for another 30k? And it was. I mean, it, 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 it's it's a hard session, like I said, just because you're not you're not tapered, you're not feeling fresh. Um, and uh, I've you know I've jumped on the Vaporfly Next Percent bandwagon. Um, which I highly recommend um, if, if that shoe suits your running technique and style and, and all the rest of it because um, it just does feel fantastic and and I was pretty confident I was going to uh, that 350 was going to feel better on on the day tapered fresh and with those shoes on I, I really like them um, so yeah got through that also trialing um, also jumped on the Morton bandwagon as well um, trying their their powdered products and mixing it up with the um, with the recommended 500 mils to get that right solution in the gut because it forms a, a hydrogel in your stomach which allows it to release a little bit slowly um so i, I gave that a go in that in that powder form rather than the gels because um, as i mentioned um get the special drinks table at at the marathon so i was relying on the liquid calories um gave that a go it seemed it seemed to be fine um so so yeah it was all going really well so uh, i turned up on the day uh, conditions were, were pretty good it was a little bit cold a little bit windy at the start um but yeah once once got going ran up that first k chucked a u-turn onto the hub bridge got the morning sun belting down on you it felt fantastic so i can't complain the conditions were pretty good um it did get a little bit warm in the in the closing 12 k's where you're in that exposed section down around piedmont bridge and uh and uh, underneath the bridge and the rocks and all that area um and uh yeah so a little bit exposed there was a few windy sections there was many times where i was surprised there was no one around i felt like i was running the marathon on my own um so uh, there was a few head windy sections it would have been good to have a group to uh, to hide in behind um but yeah just had to uh you know remind myself don't fight the wind just stay relaxed and um before you know it, you'll turn a corner and uh and it'll be gone so so yeah no so i went, went pretty well i was sitting on on that 350 average um and it, it didn't it, i mean obviously it's it was hard but I, I didn't feel in the first half that it was too fast so i thought that i there's something i could could maintain um I, I still held that 350 average um up to the 32 or 33 kilometer mark and then yeah um unfortunately i do have gi issues and nausea and uh, and vomiting so that started to come on um that's why i keep trying uh different different solutions different uh nutrition plans um and i'll, I'll have to keep working on that but uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, put on a bit of a show for people having lunch down there at, at Darling Harbour. There, um, I had to um, yeah let my let my stomach contents come out in liquid form at the. I thought it was 34, but I just looked on Strava, looking at um, you can see that I stopped. Um, it was 37k mark, so yeah, had a quick uh, little vomit there and um, got up and got moving again. And uh, it takes a while to get your rhythm back, and ended up. Um, having to do that twice so i dropped a couple of 430s in that time and um then got my rhythm going and came home in 406s so ended up finishing in 245.18 so overall pretty happy with that my moving time was actually 244.10 on strava but at the end of the day the official time is 245.18 because that's how long it took me regardless uh if i had a couple of breaks and um and i had a funny little thing happen as well at the 20k drink station run through centennial park there um picked up my bottle 
and uh, unfortunately I had the exact same colour and exact same bottle as uh, bib number 36 so I got about 150 metres up the road before I took the lid off and went to drink it and thought oh this tastes a bit different looked down it was water then looked at the labelling and it said 36 and oh no so I had to um yeah, unfortunately run run back um through through the competitors uh, the guys i just worked to get away from through centennial park um and yeah swap swap the bottles over i mean one for me and two for competitor 36 they obviously don't want to pick up my bottle as well um so they obviously liked water and uh so yeah it was the right thing to do for both of us um so it was a little bit frustrating i had to sort of control the uh, the adrenaline and not uh, try to make up time lost um, and uh, yeah, just try to stay controlled and um, get back into my rhythm again. Um, and then at the 35k drink uh, station, I went to pick up my bottle, made a mess of it, rolled off the table, and started rolling down the hill, chasing it down the gutter in the wrong direction. So little things like that are annoying, um, you know, especially when you're tired and fatigued and you start bending over, you feel the hammy twinge, and you're like, oh no, I don't really want this. So anyway, so that was the Black Mole Running Festival. Um, very happy with that so so that was uh, again a pb so i've got the four pb set very happy with that and uh looking forward to i uh, continue on continuing in on, on that training and um and looking forward um to uh to the next marathon which uh more than likely i've sort of um sort of got hobart written down in january and i'll be off to paris in in april april 05 uh three weeks before the london marathon so so looking forward forward to that um so it was just train road running uh championships um and uh it was it was a pretty good day there um there was actually the the fastest marathon actually the first sub 210 in on new south wales soil uh believe it or not and uh and it's the fastest course for that sydney sydney running festival um so yeah the winning time was um was 209 um 209 something i'll just bring it up now and um and that was that was a very fast also the first female home also was the fastest um time uh for that course as well and um just bear with me while i'm pulling these times up um and so and then with the uh with the australian running championships with athletics australia there was only actually um three eligible teams um in the men's and only one in in, in the women's um so uh so yeah so but i'll go through those results in a sec so the winner was uh um felix kipritich he ran 209.49 and then uh second was uh michael uh kunyoga 210.05 and uh satura sasaki in 211.02 so um yeah pretty quick times there i think felix has run a 205 i believe um i'm standing to be corrected on that but i did hear someone mention that he ran 205 i think it was actually Lado was actually telling me about that um and we had dean on uh finon chiaro uh sorry uh finon chiaro if i got my italian pronunciation right dion sorry about that he came in 224.55 he was actually pacing the women uh and uh the first woman home there was um stella basocio and she ran 224.33 um and she was actually seventh overall and then um then dion was was eighth and then and the next uh female came in that was josephine um Chepkiewicz. so she ran 226.43 and uh just scrolling down here the third female was uh tejichu chalchisa yeah sorry i probably made a meal of that so that was 228.22 and she was 14th overall so yeah the top three women in the top 14 there all uh sub 230 so um so yeah pretty good pretty good performance there um obviously um 
you know, that they didn't mind. Oh, I felt there's a few little wind sections and a little bit warm, but obviously it didn't affect the time. As it goes to show, it must have been quite a fast day. Um, but, yeah, if, if, if Felix is running 205, then um, he's possibly just uh, the fastest runner that's actually done the course in, in previous years. Um, I think that the, the last record was set in 2014. It was 210, high 210s, I, I believe. Um, so, yeah, so, so that's interesting. Um, and then uh, in the... Uh, in the Australian Running Championships, I'll just bring that bring that one up. Um, um, while I'm bringing that one up, I'll just talk about uh, the Australian Road Running Championships down there in Adelaide over the 12k. That's the Uta Bay Fun Run series. Um, Harry Summers um, preparing for his big uh, Doha World Championships um, campaign uh, was chasing down another course record. Um, and uh, which was 33:42, um, set by the late uh, Mizan Mahari back in '98. Um, but so he went out, he went out pretty quick. Um, and uh, three chasing, um, three chasing lads um, pulled him in on non-K mark. And um, yeah, Harry's day was done there. And uh, and that being Jack Bruce, the overall winner, running uh, 34:56. Um, so what's that? About a minute 14 off that course record. Uh, then uh, Lois McAfee, also from Queensland, running 35.02, so six seconds behind. And then Victorian Dave McDill, Dave McNeil, sorry, running 35.04. And uh, in the women, we had uh, Lisa Waitman, who was a heavy favourite, coming in, running 38.17, uh, with uh, Tara Palm, who, who also won the City Surf this year. She ran 39.10. And third was uh, Rose Davies, running 40 minutes and 12 seconds. So, um, so there, pretty good results there in the... Uh, in the Australian road running titles down there in Adelaide, and then um, and then back up to uh, Brisbane for the Australian Mountain Running Championships. Um, we had Ben Duffus um, coming in first at 59.04, then our fellow Canberran Michael Chapman running 101.09, and Jeremy Hunt from Queensland running 101.46. And uh, in the women's field, it was Simone uh, Brick from Victoria ran 111.21, Jasmine Sargent New South Wales 111.43. So pretty close, only what 22 seconds behind there. Then Audrey Hall from uh, Queensland in 1.12.54. As far as the teams go in the Australian Marathon Championships, um, up there in Queensland, uh, hopefully I pronounced this right, as says Bain, um, ex-Eritrean, was our uh, first home uh, in a time of 2.21.16. That's a pretty good time. And then second was uh, the women's pace, as I mentioned, Dion uh, Fionn the Chiara was uh, 2.20.55. And then uh, Tasmanian Thomas Merton, third in 22736. Uh, and in the women's field is New South Wales Ingrid Cleland, um, who uh, came home in 254, 252, sorry, 44. And, um, and then second home after that uh, was uh, Larissa Tishon in 257.22. And then third was Magda uh, So as I mentioned in the teams, uh, there was only three eligible teams. Um, yeah, um, hopefully it'd be nice to think all the state and territories one day can send the full team. Uh, me being part of the ACT team, we're good to get three three runners up there. Uh, so in the men's, it was uh, it was Queensland coming home with the uh, with the top prize there with um, Mercedes Bain, uh, Ewan Pure, and Paul Tini, top three. Uh, New South Wales with the Andrew Hayden, Kevin Branley, and Brendan Davies second, and then third was Tasmania with Alistair Foote, Thomas Merton, and Matthew Zegveld. And in the women. Uh, like I said, there's only one eligible women's team, but uh, they took the top three spots anyway. It's Larissa, Tishon, Leah Willis, and uh, Magda Karamali. In, in the half marathon, we had uh, 
an even 65 set there by Rota Komori. Uh, Thomas Decano in second in 105.32, 65.32. And uh, Kazumasa Asakura in 65.52. So the other Aussies I can see there in the top 10 was uh, Matthew Cox running 66.16. Reese Edwards 66.26. Uh, Miles Goff in 68.45 and Vladimir Shatrov in 60.07. For the females, we had Belinda Martin coming in at uh, 74.50. Uh, then second in was Rebecca Lowe in 77.04. And rounding out third spot was Karina Fife in 68.09. And then if I just scroll back to the uh, 10k park run, uh, sorry, the 10k bridge run, I should say. Um, We'll bring those results up now. So Jane Snipperess in 30.08, Kieran Tall in 30.12, and Bryce Anderson in 30.26. And uh, in the females, we had first in was Marnie Ponton in 34.21, second was Lauren Reed in 34.31, and uh, third home was Michelle Pearson in 35.30. So uh, some pretty good solid times run all around uh, at the uh, Blackmore Sydney Running Festival and also down there in Adelaide and up there in Brisbane. So, yeah, great, fantastic uh, weekend. I'm just going to uh, finish up with uh, the local park run results here in the ACT. We have six uh, park runs at the moment. And uh, so the uh, 14th of September, the Saturday, uh, Tuggeranong Park Run, we had uh, Anthony Kennedy coming in with a win of 17.36. First female home was uh, Amanda Robbie in 1942. Then Coombs, we had Stephen Perkins in 1831. Tess, Tess Onglis in 22.02. At uh, Bella Griffin, we had uh, John O'Windsor in 1644. And Claire Reed in 2058. Over there, Mount Angeley on the track event, we had um, the old uh, track uh, legend Thomas Brazier running 1724. And uh, Asher Aikman running 2428. Then uh, over on the north side, we had uh, Gin and Darrow, we had uh, Simeon, it looks like uh, Simon with an E, Simeon or Simon, I've got, sorry if I got that wrong, Hernshaw, 1747, and uh, Lindsay uh, in 2110. And then over there in Gungarland, we had uh, Joshua Rowe in 1742, and Alice Westwood in 2144. So, uh, so that's the results from um, last week's park run. Now, uh, October Marathon is only four weeks away, so if you guys are doing that, uh, hopefully your training's going pretty well. You've probably got a solid week this week, uh, four weeks out, before you enjoy a little bit of a taper or a slower rest period and uh, allow your body to absorb all that solid training that you've actually been doing. So all the best with Melbourne Marathon, all the people that are doing that. If anyone who competed up there in the actual More Sydney Running Festival, um, hope, you, uh, hope you had a great race.